0: Right here on Metro
1: FM, the Black's Only Weekend Comedy in association with real comedy. Metro FM, it's where the Black's Only Weekend Comedy is at.
0: Get to ShopRite Liquor Shop for Christmas low prices. Buy two six-packs of 500ml Castle Light beer cans for only 130 Rand. Hurry, this deal is valid until 8 December, only at ShopRite Liquor Shop. Not for persons under the age of 18. Drink responsibly. listen my honey there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't live your best life online especially when there's Telcom free me the data package that gives you more for just 150 rand get free me 2 gig which lets you stream more music for free you also get free calls free whatsapp and free sms's to discover and share all the current trends with friends like the sound of that then tell star 180 hash and load free me today available on prepaid and contract t's and c's apply
1: Business wrap of the day. On Metro FM talk with my
0: Metro FM talk. 16 minutes it is uh, before 8 p.m. We now go into our wrap of the top business stories that are moving markets today. And joining me to do this is uh, Snesipo Manindra. Uh, she's an independent analyst, a market commentator and a CA and uh, she uh, joins me now on the line. Snesipo, good evening to you Unjani. I good and you Aya, how are you good I'm, good. I'm good thanks, I'm good thanks, good start to the week but of course, big uh, days. But
1: let's put that aside yeah. for a
0: second, <laughs> let's put that aside there for a second. Sasol, uh, coming out here with a trading statement earlier on today, warning the marketplace about uh, the not so good uh, numbers that are set to come through uh, in the next few weeks or so. Uh, I don't know
1: anything to be uh, unexpected. A lot of it has to do with the fact that the delay in the U.S. project, of course, Lake Charles, and um, also they're renegotiating their debts because Lake Charles has drained quite a bit of their cash resources as well as the share price depreciation means that bank covenants are starting to come under pressure. So, of course, I'm expecting um, it's, it's it's much of a matchness. I think We, none of us should be surprised about the Sassol. The Sassol, we should not be surprised. I think we should prepare for the worst. I think it's going to get far worse before it will ever get better. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, when we
0: look at the state of play here at Sassol, you know, what then becomes the next step here? Do you continue with that Lake Charles project and certainly hope that you're going to be able to recover some of uh, uh, the returns that you envisaged when you started? Or do you change course?
1: You can't change course. They've already spent too much money. It's, mm. it's just that you know, you're at that point where you just have to you start to finish it. Now the now the question then becomes is that in terms of how will it perform, your only hope is that it, that you have you the bleeding has must stop. I think that is the biggest thing. The project must just switch on and just overperform because mm. you need to start recouping that money. You are... It's, uh, it's 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 too late, Goku. You can't. You are in no position to change course or anything of that. detail. the only thing you can hope for is that the project overperforms, and the bleeding keyword, the bleeding stops. Hmm.
0: Okay, let's put aside, I guess, what's happening there with uh, our former SOE, uh, Sassol, and uh, shift our attention now to uh, Pepco, which uh, uh, many people would know is under the uh, Stein of stable or. Uh, I guess, j- joined the Steinhoff stable a few years ago. Uh, they uh, seem here to be continuing, I guess, on their path. And uh, one of the businesses here, yeah, very strong cash-generative capacity for this company that gives us PEP, Ackermans, um, you know, uh, Buco, and uh, many other entities uh, across a wide array of sectors. They saw their profit up 14.5%, uh, but uh, not so good a showing from their building supplies business. Uh, so,
1: building supplies have been coming under pressure. So, Um. Citco delivered a solid set of results, as you know. Um it it prints money, that thing prints money. It prints money. And also what's very, very interesting is their FinTech business, which also includes um Captain and mm. and Flash, jumped forty three percent. So that's where and you know then their their business flash their business flash which targeted um informal traders yes. went up by twenty percent. Which I think is just a sign of the power of bottom of the barrel, the bottom, the bottom market. Cause you know, that's where they, cause that's where they make their money. But as usual, as flash grows, as flash grows, it always takes out SMEs mm. because they can't compete.
0: Well, okay. All right. Um, and uh, uh, we've also heard, I guess, when it comes to Flash, that they uh, uh, saw a rise in uh, the number of outlets that they had there, uh, just coming in shy of 160,000, but also uh, just under 350 new stores for Pep Stores.
1: Yes, they've, in, they've increased their, their trading space. Mm. And it's because, um, you know, we've got lots of more than an so they've increased their trading space. and Yeah. So even if you look at normalized earnings, even with the addition of new stores, they're still trading above. Uh, They're trading far. They're exceeding the economic growth in the country. So what this tells you is that there's an appetite. Mm, mm. There's appetite. People may still are still buying clothes. There's there's still some hope in the retail sector, and they've got the footprint to show it. And yeah, they. What's also interesting is um. That's why I was also going into the fact that they, uh, remember they bought part of JD Group, um, the furniture, the furniture, and the furniture did well. So people, people
0: are buying. Hmm. Actually, They're buying. Room divide and as wall unit. Okay, let's pause yeah, there. They're buying. They're
1: buying. Let's
0: pause there. Hey, December says on the wall unit and a room divide. We'll continue on the other side of this brief break. When we come back, I want us to quickly take a look at uh, uh, the uh, Competition Commission. And they, they have the grocery market uh, 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 or retail um, market inquiry. And we'll take a look at that. And also Michael Bloomberg here entering the presidential race. And you'll tell us all about BEE in the telecoms space. We'll continue with our business wrap on the other side of this brief break. Seven minutes it is before 8 p.m. Uh, we are in our wrap of our top business stories. If you just joined us, took a look at uh, trading statement here coming out of Sassol. And uh, of course, uh, good showing here on the part of uh, a mega retailer Pepco, or I should say discount retailer uh, Pepco. And uh, they saw their profit rising by 14.5%. I'm in conversation with Snesipo Maninjwa. She's a market commentator and independent analyst. And uh, Snesipo, Michael Bloomberg, uh, enters uh, the uh, presidential race here, billionaire and former mayor of New York. What do what do you make
1: of that? Uh, you know, I think he thinks just because Donald has done it, he can do it. So honestly. <sighs> <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, honestly, like ah, I honestly I see, think yeah. think about this way. This is how I look at it. Um, how I look at it. Um, if you look at he's entering as a Democratic candidate, if you look at the field of Democratic candidates, it is congested. But because it's still early days, yet yeah, there's one or two front runners, and um, three actually, you've got Elizabeth Warren, Kuma Brown and Joe Biden, which are the primary mm. three front runners you would you'd look at. He's entering that race. He's got the benefit of having his own money, so he's he's dependence, dependency on raising funding is not as significant as some of the other as the other candidates as well. He was very popular as mayor of New York, but will that translate on a national scale and Will he use the same, deplore the same strategies as Donald Trump did, which is basically the use of rhetoric and racial white supremacist language? Because the Democratic Party is known as more of the liberal. Mm,
0: Sort of center-leftist kind of... um, mm. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so, we'll see how it plays out. Um, like I said, the race is still congested. It's still very early days. So, although, you know, some people might consider that he entered a bit too late. Mm. Uh, you know, if you, look at, if you look at where we are right now, because election season only starts next year yeah. in America. So, yeah, it's, it's still, it, it can be done, bad, you know. Will his popularity, will, because there's also, there's also growing resentment towards the
0: billionaire squad. Mm, mm. I the like one billion- percent, or the one percent of the one percent. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, I guess uh, for yeah. me, I think that's well placed. All of that angst socially uh, against mm-hmm. billionaires. But let's shift our attention to something that you often raise whenever we talk about broad-based black economic empowerment, which is uh, you know some of the challenges around liquidity. Uh, with all, all of the lock-ins that have uh, characterized the design of some of these schemes. It seems here yeah, now, MTN, after, I guess, getting, uh, you know, uh, uh, a bit of, um, I guess, uh, dressing down here from uh Zotto at the B E Commission, have now uh, listed uh zakele like Futi shares. Talk to us about that.
1: Uh, so the listing was already primary, um, primarily, um, it was already decided three years ago yes, that it yes, was yes, going yes, to be a three-year lock-in nice period. Spice. And thereafter, a period of restricted trading, which is the JSB um, trading amongst uh, only black people and Mm -hmm. black individuals as defined within the DTI. So, since Boudoir, they said that they're going to implement some of the changes. But for me, it's much of a madness because ultimately the design of the retail schemes are primarily done at the benefit and towards, uh, are pointed towards um, the designer, the underlying investment company. So, they dictate how the structure will be will be um, structured and what are the mechanisms. So, even if you look at Zakele Futi, which is the reason why I think I tweeted you earlier on, Um Zakele Futi opened today, trading, and wow. it, it, it's still early days, but it closed at four rank uh, at four hundred eighty cents. Now you need to understand the value that people bought the shares, and this is below what people bought the shares at. Mm-hmm. And and you know it's still early days, and yeah. really you always got things like low liquidity. But also, what is a big factor is that when you have when you've had a period of restricted trade, and suddenly you open up trading, people who rely on um, We've been waiting to, you know, get some liquidity for the investment cause in December but you know, people have been having this investment now. So, and that's the reality, mm. like this is, so you know, you, you've got what you call desperate sellers and this is in no way the reflection, the price trading is in no way reflection of the true market sure, value sure, of the shares. Sure,
0: sure. Well, I mean, if uh, conventional market theory suggests anything, and uh, I certainly don't believe much of that, but uh, it does suggest that if uh, this particular share is undervalued, that it will return to its intrinsic value, and uh, one wonders uh, where that is. What do you think that is? Well,
1: also, So you have to look at it on a state of – so you look at where MTN is trading at. So that's usually your base – that's your reference rate share price. Mm. You look at where MTN is trading at. Valuation theory tells us that ideally, Zakila should be trading at about a 3% discount to MTN. Mm. Mm. So MTN is at 93 Rand. But if you also look at MTN share price over the past couple of years – it's It's been seeing, although it's recovered slightly this year compared to what it was during the the Nigerian Mets that they've been caught under. Because at some point this year, they were even at 70 rand. So it's pulled back a bit. But, you know, that's sort of what valuation theory tells us. They should be trading around 30%. Now, if you look at where they've opened today versus the fact that people were buying shares at 30 rand, you already have a loss now for the market to correct itself it's highly unlikely unless you have liquidity to Uh, drive the prices uh, up uh, uh. so you've got to look you've got millions of shares outstanding but today are less than 5,000 shares in actual number that's not that's that's my biggest issue with these being I wouldn't even call that
0: volume it doesn't deserve that you know
1: it doesn't deserve that value because no no, it doesn't deserve that word
0: you know, you wouldn't even call it trading volumes. You would say Bamba that you know, sold the shares among themselves.
1: Yes, <laughs> which is part of the reason why and um, Sasso earlier on pointed a market maker for their Inzalo scheme and that still has the same problem. Even if you look uh, at Yebo Yetu uh, still uh. saying it's liquidity let's, let's liquidity. let's talk about Yewo
0: Let's talk about Yewo briefly. I mean, uh, they've come through now declaring a dividend. We saw the interim results coming through for the six months ending 30 September 2019. Uh, receiving dividends of 457.8 million rand. What is interesting here for me, Snesipo, is how different this year, well, year two is from the first Vodacom deal, which was, uh, I guess, pegged to Vodacom South Africa operations. And now it seems some of the black shareholders will be able uh, to at least benefit from some of the uh, moves that uh, Vodacom is making, not only out uh, uh, on the continent, but uh, elsewhere in the world. And uh, one of the things I think about there is, of course, uh, that Kenyan operation, Safaricom, and uh, what a boon that has been for Vodacom. Uh, uh, what do you make of these dividends? And more importantly, in the context of the debt here, I'm seeing a reduction in debt of $408.2
1: Yes, because remember the dividends, the application of dividends for these schemes primarily goes to service the debt providers yes. first, and then if there's trickle available to the shareholding body. Um, so I'm, I'm happy that Yebo Yetsu, uh also like NTN, it's the full company uh. because... Because so the NPN is slightly different. Uh, NTN gets two-thirds of its income outside of SA, whereas Vodicom still, even with Safaricom... Yes, because
0: the bulk of the is here.
1: Bulk earnings are still here. Oh. So you, it's still reflective. It will always move in the same movement of the SA economy. But the fact that shareholders get to participate in the full growth of the company... Is for me a benefit. It's always Mm. been a benefit because for me it it diversifies your risk base in that you're not a band and you're not you know restricted to the problems of South Africa Inc.
0: Okay, Snezipo, Last one here uh, before I let you go. Comcom recommending that exclusive leases agreements uh, between shopping centres and some of their large anchored tenants, uh, who happen to be grocery retailers in many instances, that needs to end.
1: So I saw the reading and I was like, it's much of a matchness, if we have to be honest because mm. my uh-uh. I her, you, know, you know me, let's go practice. Uh-uh. 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 You know, uh-uh. Uh-uh. let's go there, let's go there. You are shopped right. How much space do you occupy? You are pick and pay. How much space do you occupy? Even without that condition, you don't have to write it down. It's nassible.
0: It's nassible. The issue is not about how much space you occupy. The issue is the kind of catalytic role that you play in some of these developments springing up, and of course, the constraining and limiting role that you play in other people who could potentially be your competitors actually co locating where the footfall is. That's the issue.
1: Yes, yes, no, that's not, a, I'm not disputing that. I, I don't think we're missing each other. I think mm. I'm just explaining to you your bargaining power, even without that condition Oh, for sure, for sure. Written. But with even without, without, even it doesn't even, have, I don't even think it needs to be written because. For me, you're dealing with, you know who are the top 10 landlords in this country. You know who you're going to be dealing with. So you're exercising your, the issue is that it doesn't need to be written. I think Kong went the wrong way around. I would not say that commission. Me, I would restrict them in operation. I would say if, I would say you guys are to, I would regulate them on area because when it comes to bargaining power, uh, 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 and, and it's, so, so bargaining power between you. You don't who? have to have it written down. And, I can't
0: hear you? No, I'm just asking, bargaining power between who?
1: Bargaining power between the laws and tenants. If your tenant is a major retailer, you don't have to write it down. You can just say, okay, I don't get a much, much, simple as that. What ComCom said is that that condition needs to be removed because they need to have it as part of the lease agreement. My argument is saying that because you occupy significant retail space amongst nationally. So it's not on a per development basis, but because what ComCom is trying to do is attract new develop is, is trying to rectify the issue with new developments and existing developments. Because you attract, you're occupying significant retail space already, your ability to bargain with a landlord is significant enough that you don't need that condition. So, so why I hear that.
0: Um, and I think you correctly say that the whole idea here, and this is how I read it, the whole idea uh, behind this particular injunction is to say for any newer developments that prop up, uh, which by and large are actually propping up in areas that aren't saturated, which are tier two towns and in the townships, because that's the next market, I guess, for many of these uh, uh, developers. If you think of the likes of Safari and many others who specialize in low-income communities who have certainly been, uh, I guess, making a killing there. The idea really is to say, Yes, um, you might have with the existing sort of uh, rental stock of many of these developers, uh, existing relationships in place. And I agree with you about the bargaining power issue. But the whole idea is that you don't want a situation where these exclusive agreements catalyze uncompetitive uh, developments and uncompetitive malls in the future, especially if they're springing up in the communities that potentially uh, would uh, benefit the most from having barriers to entry removed
1: yes i I agree, but I, I agree in principle with what it's trying to achieve. I'm just saying on a day to day basis, this is not going to make a single level of difference because ultimately the guys who are even doing the development mm. in the areas they you're going to be able, it's a question of capital who are the funders and it's because of who you're dealing with you will always the big retailers, your library mm. shop like pick and pay will always, with out, with even out that conditions, explicitly written, be explicitly written in black and white, it will be tacitly implied. Mm. Is this a book? Which is what I'm saying, yeah. because the issue is that, uh, this is what I sometimes think, our, our Comcom fail to see the practicality of some of their, their, they fail to see the commercial reality. They need to ban them from operating. So I'll give you an example, a live example. Because ComCom years ago, they talked about the big four hospital groups saying that they occupy. They just said, for now on, we will not allow them to have new licenses. What has that done? Although it's not happening at the pace that we all like to because hospitals are a big capital investment, mm. you've had the likes of RH managers come through as hospital operators, Rusa Med, Land Med, clinic group because of simply Com-com saying we will just not grant you license to operate. That is how they need to approach retail because uh, that is the only okay. way you can, you can break the stranglehold is that you actually have to prevent them from operating in certain areas uh, because that landlord issue is merely just one of the reasons why that the likes of mass market even worse the big brother paycheck of Walmart has not been able to penetrate the grocery, the food retail uh, sector in South Africa because t- it, it, it's immaterial. They are attacking something that, that, that is not going to make... You can even remove yeah, that condition yeah. if we will not make a material difference. Mm. What you need to do is to break the monopolistic hold. And the only way you can break so, these intersectional relationships or these industrial partnerships that exist is if you refuse them to operate because they will, as long as that's the ability, because what it says, the ComCom says, it doesn't say where now you can't open a shop. It just says you can't have the exclusivity. Like I said, it will be tacitly implied, implied. Definitely written in black
0: and white. And maybe, Snesipo, we need to, at a later stage, have a tactical conversation, but we'll have to leave it there because I, I don't think that that is the only option that is open uh, to the compcom. And uh, if I look at uh, who's essentially investing in many of these new developments uh, that still have these uh, grocery retailers as anchor tenants, a big chunk of that actually has to do with uh, those guys sitting at the PIC. So I would actually say to Tembin Bonagel and his uh, 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 cohort there that uh, you might maybe want to have a conversation there with uh, the PIC, which invests in many no, of these. Are, uh, no, of they these don't.
1: R- actually, Actually, I, uh, I'm going to fact check you, well. ha- <laughs> you live here. I'm going to fact check you live here. This is how it works. So when uh, you want to open up open up a conversation where I'm from, then you write, if you apply to the bank, the bank says you need to get an anchor tenant. The bank knows the foot traffic because they understand the demographics. They've got the demographics of the area as well as they've got um, retail trading data. They'll say either get a shop right, pick and pay, or spa. They're not going to say NASMAR because you can't guarantee food traffic from that. So it, you've got, it's value chain a bit. You're not hearing. <laughs> it, so I say shop right will literally just say, if you decide to allow a pick and pay here, we will not sign. Not to say we must be exclusive. They'll just say if, Keyword, if. That it's is necessary. how you get these project banks.
0: I'm saying, PIC,
1: I'm saying. PIT, FYI, PIT is not the largest. The PIT is a holder, is an equity provider of listed property on the listed level. that's what I'm talking on about. An up, you must because uh, give, give me don't. an opportunity. they do to don't. explain
0: what I mean. I am saying, and we'll have to, uh, we need to go to a spot break. I am saying that if your target is the existing uh, uh, stock of property as is, which in many instances is invested in by the li- large listed guys, right? Because you've said mm-hmm. exclusive lease agreements you want for the new development so that you don't have the stranglehold. And I hear that, right? But I'm saying if you want to attack the existing stock of uh, a retail property and in many of the malls, you are going to want to speak to one of uh, the entities that also sit under the same umbrella. I mean, the PIC, uh, you would have seen at the AGM today, Minister Tito Mboweni was there. Now, if you are one government... One of the conversations you want to have from a tactical perspective is to say, fine, let's do this uh, in terms of uh, the uh, recommendations of this inquiry. But let's also have an alternative conversation with the PIC as a major equity investor in the listed space um, and in many of the property players there. So that you're able to hit the same kind of objective uh, from two, I guess, uh, uh, converging areas. That's what I'm arguing. I'm not saying that, uh, you know, people, when they want new developments, aren't going to go to a bank or be asked uh, for uh, you know, an uh, uh, anchor tenant. What I'm arguing is that in the space that already exists with the stock that is already there, uh, what do you do? And one of the levers you have at your disposal is uh, the uh, book of the PIC.
1: I am telling you, I am telling you I'm not agreeing with your heartfelt principle, principle message about <laughs> the nobility of our people, the nobility of our people. I am just explaining to you that on a practical level, mm. on, a, on a historical basis, our people will not do that because they will always say, why must we take a chance? Okay, we've got an anchor tenant, okay. Mall of Africa, Apple Shop, Right checkers, you know, pick and pay. Why must we take the chances of new players? Because we're not going to be guaranteeing the food traffic. It's going to hurt our investment. The issue, the issue I have on that it's is accessible. that
0: Let's you've this. got... Uh, we're going to get cut off now with a spot break. Let me take the spot break. Hold the line. I'm coming back. Morning, so, Zipo, we got uh, uh, cut off there because we had to go to a, a spot break. But uh, the last word on your end, and uh, let me give you 30 seconds or so. Last word.
1: Okay. I think we misinterpret the role of the PIC. The PIC is an investor. It's there to protect pension funds. It is not there... As a tool for to drive, it is not. Its primary purpose what? is not actually to intervene in matters of the economy from a social economic perspective. They can do so with a small percentage, and property is one of their largest classes. So, in a sense, them intervening in this is actually not the correct approach. That's why I, was, I always believe in okay. looking at it from a regulation and a All value right. chain analysis Stensible? perspective.
0: I hear you. I hear you. We'll have to leave it there. And uh, uh, I'll certainly love to hear the views of uh, my next guest, uh, who uh, represents many of the members whose money is with the PIC. But we'll have to leave it there. and.